Welcome back. Here is their part two of the Rebecca Koss episode. Good night. It's crazy how much work it takes being mm-hmm. okay with yourself. Yeah, exactly. Now, I'm going to be completely honest, and I'm going to... Now, this is not against what we're talking about, but this mm. is on the other side of the spectrum. Now, this time around, this depression that I've r- most recently went through, and again, my medication just started working mm-hmm. about a month and a half ago. Oh, wow. Um, and my life has been so much different. Mm-hmm. I, I had to do some things that, like, sucked, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I had to, you know, definitely clear the table, but it's what I needed. Yeah. And everyone is benefiting from it. And I know they are. Um, But prior to that, when I was, uh, so I was straight edge. And if you don't know what that is, listeners, and I don't know if you know what this is, but straight edge is a lifestyle that is no alcohol, no drugs, no. You're just clean. Just absolutely clean. It's not like an addict recovery thing at all. Mm -hmm. It was like a, a group of people, a, a small group of people, but a group of people who felt like it was like a, a team almost mm-hmm. that we were like very proud to hold that title. And it did give me kind of a sense of like an elitist shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't really like feeling that way, but this is, I hadn't smoked weed for a long time. I smoked weed in high school mm-hmm. um, f- from like, well, nah, from like 12 to mm-hmm. about 15. Like mm-hmm. I was smoking weed, right? Mm-hmm. And then I claimed straight edge at yeah. 16. Yeah. My grandma had passed away like when um, I was 15 and mm-hmm. like that just really fucked with me. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I, I was really had, I had that brain that was just, like so traditional. Like I need to make, you know, everybody proud. And exactly. like, I need to make sure that I live within these guidelines to make sure no one views me as like a disappointment and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a normal thing for a young kid to want to do. Yeah. So I took... I claimed straight edge, made some of the best friends I've ever had in my life. Still some of my best friends I've ever had in my life are still straight edge. Some of them yeah. are come over here and smoke with me on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah. Um, this great, great group of people. I mean, like every group there's bad apples and mm-hmm. they're not around anymore, but, mm-hmm. um, did that. I was straight edge from 16 to 23 and, uh, I needed that yeah. through the rest of my high school, through, um, about four or five years after graduating, um, if I wasn't straight edge, I don't know how life would have been really. Yeah. Um, like I come from like not my necessarily d- direct family, but a lot there's addiction and depression are in my family. It's like, rampant. Yeah. It is there. Yeah. Same so here. I was also scared yeah. that if I let myself just be this kind of like wanderer, like, Oh yeah. Okay. I'll just, I'm young. I'll just try everything. Yeah. Then I would have fucked my life up. Right. I don't know if I would have, but I just made sure that I wasn't, that that wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. But then depression, mm-hmm. anxiety was real for like from 17 to about 23. I was sober dealing with all of it. And I was going through the, I had the worst fucking relationship. I cannot believe I stayed in that relationship. Oh, you remember Crystal? Crystal. I dated her through high school. What's her last name? Oh, can you say your last name? Uh, nah. No, no, no. Nah. We're not going to go there. I think I remember a crystal. I have to see a picture. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll just go with crystal no, anonymous. And, dude, and, and I love her, dude. Like on a yeah. human level, like, of course I love her still. I still yeah. send her text messages. So I yeah. hope you're doing well. She's like, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah like, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, again, I have, a, I have the ability to separate the two, but I didn't yeah. before this. Okay. And this is all leading to somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I, I, we and her had the worst relationship ever. We'd yeah. break up all the time. And, and I get would, back together. I would immediately get involved with somebody else. Aww. Like I was just not down to be alone type right, shit. But right. I didn't I didn't know that I was like scared to be alone. But Because right. I, I was just in high school. Just yeah. Fuck, whatever, right? 
And so that happened, that went on for about seven years. Mm-hmm. And um, we broke up finally. It was just to the point where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is for sure done. Like, yeah. you know, it's just like you try and like it's just this whole like childish thing for a long time. It's like, well, hopefully we'll get better. Like, yeah. this is just the way it is. Like, I love you, but the things yeah. are hard. Like, exactly. You know? Yeah. Nah. So that eventually, like, I realized that it just can't be this way. So mm-hmm. anyways, break up with her. Um, life gets pretty cool, whatever. And then, like, depression finally creeps up. And again, I wasn't sad. Like, I know that depression was not provoked by the breakup. I wasn't, yeah. like, absolutely torn up about it. I mean, yeah. it was a long ter- time coming. Kind yeah, of exactly. And so I knew that it wasn't that. And I was like, I feel weird, you know? Like, yeah. I felt very mopey and empty, yeah. you know? And again, I was straight edge still. So I wasn't, yeah. I, I wouldn't even take ibuprofen. Oh, dang. You know, like, yeah. Green hot green tea and a shower for headaches, and that was yeah. like it. Yeah, and uh, so I was just so angry, Rebecca. Like, yeah. dude, I was just the angriest fucking person. Jeez, just fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, just lashing out at everybody, just fucking overreacting about everything, mm-hmm. and um, that. And depression did not mix very well. Right. And so when I wasn't feeling like absolutely empty mm-hmm. and like literally wanting to kill myself, I was just angry. Mm-hmm. So I was like living in this fucking just crazy like teeter totter like and emotion it, shit. It's crazy because it's like this feeling that you just can't get rid of. It's just in you and you nope. just feel it for some whatever reason. Like for me, it was irritability. Yeah. Like I was always oh. irritated. And I'm still so bad. I'm still yeah. very irritable. Yeah. 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 But no, I agree. It would set me off, but mm-hmm. the 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 trigger would fucking fire a fifty caliber. Like it oh, wouldn't wow. it would just like completely make me snap. Yeah. And if something did if something happened that didn't make sense in my mind, like of it being an unintelligent thing, I'd be like, yeah. fucking idiot. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah. You're an idiot. Just let me see it. Yeah. And I'm like, well, who the fuck am I? Exactly. And then the depression just overpowered it all. And I always just remember this one time I was laying in the shower. I mean, mm. I love laying in the shower. <laughs> I've done this my whole life. Do you life. like sit in the corner? Oh, and I, I just lay like down. let the water run through you. I lay down. Yeah. You know like the tub shower combos? Yeah. yeah. I just, ever since I was a child, I sleep in the shower. Oh, wow. Hot water hitting me. And oh my God, it's the best thing. Yeah. So I was just so fucking depressed. I was like, let me just take a shower, right? Yeah. Do you know who Spooky Black is? I don't think I... This artist? Yeah, no. I'll show you him after the podcast. Okay, sounds good. Okay, you need this uh, image needs to be clear. Yeah. A lot of people who listen right now know who it is. So I was listening to Spooky Black in the shower for like nine nine songs straight like just laying there and so that's uh, a good minute my yeah yeah my roommate came in and they're like are you okay (laughs) like are you okay in here because it's like really sad music you know and i was like i don't know man yeah and she laughed okay and she closed the door and i was like I don't know. That wasn't a joke. I was like like, i don't know if i'm okay i'm literally not okay i'm in the shower trying to ignore my thoughts and I was like oh my god dude like I need to do something and being completely transparent again we kind of briefly touched on this before we Mm -hmm. started the podcast but Mm -hmm. there was nights that all I wanted to do was kill myself but I couldn't because my dog yeah I couldn't do it dude like I wanted to be around him like if I was gone no one could love him like I love him like my dog literally stopped me multiple times Mm -hmm. and it's not like an exaggeration I'm not trying to like sound cool or like mm-hmm. trying to sound relevant for the conversation mm-hmm. like dude 
like my roommate had guns in the house and I yeah. knew where all of them were and they yeah. were all loaded yeah. because of like, just in case, like it was a safe house. Right. But I was like, oh my God, man. Yeah. What the fuck? Like just a quick shot to the head. And then my job, yeah. my job was so terrible. My job was oh. the fucking worst. Yeah. So eventually I had just texted my sister and I was like, hey, I need to come smoke. And she's mm-hmm. like, what? Because you've been straight edge for so long. Yeah. yeah you're like, what is this? Like you're her, going through some shit right now. Right. I told her everything yeah. essentially. Yeah. And she was like, all right, dude, like if that's what you need, like come over. Right. Because I told her if I don't come over tonight. It's gonna, it's gonna. Dude, just yeah. do not let me yeah. go home, man. And yeah. she's like, I got you. Just come over yeah. after work. I was like, okay. So I go after, I go, you know, over to her house and I'm just like so nervous, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm just bummed. You know what I mean? Because it's been so long for because you, you know? I'm so depressed and then I'm yeah. so sad that I'm about to like break this promise that I made to myself, this label yeah. that I've carried. I have yeah. like tattoos and it like, yeah. meant so much to me. Yeah. And I smoke blunt and like, it was just so funny, you know, because mm-hmm. like how high I got and like, it was just like yeah. this, the normal stoner shit. Like I was yeah. forgetting how time worked and stuff. Yeah. Like, like just, time goes fast and slow at the right. same time. And I was, yeah. I had a great time. Yeah. But the next day I was like, Whoa, I feel different. I was like, I don't okay. know if I'm still high Yeah. or if, but you just feel I don't elated. Know, right. Yeah. So I was like, Oh, here's a little break yeah. from the feeling at least. Exactly. Right. Cause every time I wasn't doing something, I was depressed. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Even when I was doing stuff, I wasn't enjoying it. I just wasn't, actively fucking crippled by by depression. And uh, so I go to my sister's house again Mm -hmm. that day and we smoke again. And of course I get like really, I was just listening to music and Mm -hmm. I was listening to music and I started crying because like music sounded so amazing. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck is happening to me? Do you know what I mean? Why am I crying? I was like, we were just laughing so much because me and my sister had such a bad relationship Um, growing up. Like she was such a bitch, dude. And she, no, she's on this podcast. She was a fuck. I You're w- like, I love you though. <laughs> I would never say this word unless you have won an award. Yeah. She was a cunt, dude. Oh, dude, you threw out the C word. Oh, and she, <laughs> inbox her. Yeah. She'd be like, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yeah, I was. I totally acknowledge that. Dude, <laughs> she was a Jerry Springer child. Dang. Like that bad. Yeah. I am not fucking exaggerating. Yeah. Oh my God. And so after I started smoking weed, yeah. that, that depression yeah. was gone. Yeah was absolutely gone. Yeah. And then I just started like experimenting like with weed and like some other things, whatever, whatever. And just building myself, like rebuilding myself. Right. And, uh, I legitimately built myself into who I wanted to be. And I was loving life so much Mm -hmm. and I was loving life. I got into a relationship with a girl that I loved, Mm -hmm. but it's just, I was, I mean, the, the, who I had become was just not the person that would do well in a traditional relationship. Right, right. And I gave it an honest shot. Like I, I did some stupid shit in the beginning. I didn't right. like cheat or anything, but mm-hmm. some, I just did it's some It's like dumb, getting your training wheels on yeah, again, you some know? Yeah, because I was single for three and a half years by, oh, cho- by choice. Yeah, yeah. Just being... Because you needed that time, I you know? I needed it yeah. so bad. Yeah. I never needed anything worse in my life. Right. And, um, you know, I got into this relationship and unfortunately just found out that like the things that usually come into like the expectations of, of a relationship that is a very um, typical, like yeah. a typical relationship is like kind of what I was in, which is totally fine. Yeah. I loved her and I was ready to like conform yeah. to certain things. But, yeah. And take um, it to a step further if that's where you guys were right, heading to. Right, yeah. right, right. It's just who I really am is not that person. 
I have such a hard time straying from myself on any level Mm -hmm. and it's no one's fault. Mm -hmm. I truly, truly, truly went into a depression so fucking crazy and I hated myself, dude. Oh gosh. I hated myself and it wasn't because of the relationship at all. Mm -hmm. It's what externally, what then I was allowing to happen, what I was Mm -hmm. allowing to not happen, everything was just overwhelmed me Mm -hmm. and- then that feeling, not the feeling of like wanting to kill myself, that did not come back, but the de- feeling of the depression, like not enjoying the things I should be enjoying right. was so prominent again. Right. And I, this time I hated myself because I wasn't being who I really was. Yeah. Not that I wasn't comfortable with compromising or like being conformative. But for, you weren't 100% there. Right. Yeah. No. And, and I, I tried, I genuinely tried and yeah. I became jealous I'm not a jealous person, but I became jealous. I became paranoid and like, you know, she wouldn't like, if she said something a certain way, I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Oh, why did that drop off like that? Like, are you okay? Is there something wrong? Like, did I I do something wrong? And I really do care too much sometimes, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. I have a lot of faults in a relationship that is a a typical like relationship. And I got on these antidepressants. My mom mm-hmm. finally intervened. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, again, it wasn't because of the relationship. I'm, mm-hmm. I would never say. It's just things that have already been brewing in you yep. that you can't really control without the yes. help of medication. Yes. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm even being more open because I don't care. But yeah. like I wasn't doing any psychedelics yeah. during that time. And that works. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I've never had the pleasure. But. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> just fucking he's like in love right now he's like salivating it, it's not it's not salivating it's just like I could cry man yeah it's just like it's a beautiful feeling I'm not man. gonna say it's the same but what therapy and medication has done for me over the past months psychedelics has done for me in two, a lifetime two hours yeah and I'm not saying one is better than the other because yeah. now I know mm-hmm. I'm now I've experienced both sides mm-hmm. and I can speak for I can be an advocate for both sides yeah um, but anyways, I wasn't doing anything yeah. to rearrange my brain essentially yeah. Yeah. other than like smoking, but that was just to combat the anxiety. My anxiety was so high oh, and my dude. self-deprecation was so crazy yeah. that the weed was just to keep myself from losing in it. In check. Like sometimes even, you just need something to put you in check. I can't because work you're on just myself. Gonna, yeah. You're just going to explode. Like, yep. It's exactly what it was. And mm-hmm. I got on the medication and it started working. Mm-hmm. And like my mom described it as like, because my mom had taken it, my yeah. sister had taken it, my grandma had taken it, right? Yeah. They described it as like a fog being lifted, mm-hmm. right? And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. You'll try it, like whatever. whatever. And it take, takes four weeks to, for it to start working. I'm like, oh my God. That's a long time. Jesus. Yeah. Right? And four weeks and two days, I woke up one morning. To the day. I woke up and I was like, oh shit. Like I'm not happy with how my life is right now, mm-hmm. I know I have to do some things mm-hmm. that are going to cause pain. Mm-hmm. I know that I have to change the way things are right now. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't had that thought. I hadn't had that feeling. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and feelings are two separate things. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts are the fucking, 
the shit result of your feeling most exactly. of the time because your brain wants to protect you it's from the negativity. End result. It's like something that you can think of yep. clearly instead of letting your feelings rule over it yes. and have irrational thoughts. Yes, because yeah. once a feeling meets a thought, exactly. then the reasoning. Ex- there you go. Reasoning was reasoning the word I was looking starts, for. starts to happen. And, yeah. and no one has perfect reasoning. Exactly. But the feeling is what you should go with. Because that is raw. That is an emotion that you should dive deeper into because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I'm sad. But mm-hmm. when you're depressed, you can't. You can't. You cannot yeah. address those feelings. Yeah. You can't work on yourself. You can't take advice. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. But the moment those med- that medication started working, I you know, broke up with my girlfriend. I knew it's what I had to do. And yeah. I'm not trying to make myself sound like the good guy. I, I mean, I, I, you know, ended it. Yeah. But I knew you that... You felt like it was something that you needed to do. For both of us. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm, it's such a, you know, it's not like me trying... And this is the first time I've ever talked about it openly yeah. at all. But I'm not trying to make myself sound lesser, like less of a piece of shit or whatever. Like there was a lot of... Like I yelled. I just fucking... just was not myself in that. But I, I love her, dude. Yeah. I, I want her to be like Happy. who she was when we met. Yeah. And I can't. I cannot like be who like I needed to be for her to be her best self. That's, That's some powerful shit right like, there it, though, because it, a lot of people don't come to that realization. Yeah, like, yeah. And I was really selfish. Yeah. I yeah wanted, that's what I was going to say. I wanted to hang on to it because yeah. like I loved her and I thought yeah. that I was like, Oh, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Like, it's okay. That's enough. Like I love her. Yeah. Relationships are this, this way sometimes, but it's yeah. like, yeah, that's true if you let it be, but don't you want something that, doesn't Pure. make you feel jealous and insecure exactly. and crazy. And like, exactly. I was just so not good. Yeah. And I was making her not good. Yeah. And it was me. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not expecting anybody to change. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want that. But then when I started feeling so insecure, I expected her to change. I was like, well, I, I want you to start doing this. And then I'd be like, Ugh. like, who the fuck am I? But I wouldn't I tell her. Be this person. But I wouldn't tell her. Never mind, because I really truly felt that way. Yeah. And it was just fucked up, man. And like, so to round up the story, <sighs> the antidepressants do are, are just as important of a decision in my life as yeah. weed had been. Yeah. As experimenting with other things had been, it mm-hmm. is just as important and just as impactful. Did it take a little longer for it to take effect or whatever the the road to get there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is it a little scary knowing that if I miss a day or two, it mm-hmm. could really kind of fuck me up? Yeah. It is scary. Yeah. Um, but is it worth it? Like absolutely. Like getting on med- on this medication is the best thing I've done for myself in the past entire year and a half. Like, right. Right. Yeah. And another important thing I want to touch on for like the medications, if your medication is too weak, or if you feel like the medication isn't working the way that you want to, it to work, mm-hmm. talk to your doctor, yeah. talk to your therapist, talk to your psychiatrist, yep. whoever's prescribing you the medication, have an honest discussion and maybe they'll change it for you. Like that's very important to be an advocate yep. for yourself. Yep. If it is not working. To be truthful. Truthful too. Yeah. And like, for example, she had prescribed me on a very low dose yeah. to start off with. 25 for me. Five for me. Okay. Well, she started very two low. different drugs though. Yeah. Yeah. So they're I, different. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. But five of five milligrams of anything is mm-hmm. tiny. It's very tiny. Yeah, it's okay. like probably smaller yeah. than that. But, um, for me, I don't feel like it's doing the job that it should be doing. Okay. So this is where I would speak up and say, Hey, I need a stronger dose. Yeah. Or if it wasn't working the way that I wanted it to work, 
speak up, you know, like not every, yeah, not every therapist is going to be for you and it's okay to change. And just as your medication for anything else, if something isn't working, you would speak to your doctor and say, Hey, is there any other option I can try? Yep. Same for your mental health. No matter how, yeah. And it's so important. No matter how you are in a social setting, despite your social anxiety, despite your inability to be comfortable, like in a conversation, that is one area that you absolutely need to be truthful with. Exactly. I told my doctor when I was taking, when I started taking medication, he was like, oh, do you smoke marijuana? And I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah. Mm -hmm. He was like, well, how often? I was like, every day, Mm -hmm. all day, Mm -hmm. Um, unless I'm working, you know? Yeah. And he was like, oh, same doctor that doesn't know shit about weed that we were talking about. Yeah. And Family he was like, doctor? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, well, you know, I, I recommend, you know, you like definitely cut back or like not um, smoke while you start this medication. And I was like, no. <laughs> like, no. That's not going to happen. Sorry. If, yeah, if I'm going to take medication, it needs to work around the fact that that is, that is the thing I need. And mm-hmm. I, it's not an addiction. It's like my stomach hurts every fucking day mm-hmm. if I don't have some CBD or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't know what that's from. Huh. Fucking labs, ultrasounds, x-rays, blood work. Oh, just Don't know what the fuck is wrong with my stomach. No right. one can tell me. So mm-hmm. it's the only thing that I can take that just makes it feel better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a long-term effect on my fucking kidneys or liver or something like that, right? Right, right. So I had to explain, I had to, explain to my doctor the medical benefits and the spectrum of Are you marijuana. Serious? And he oh still, and he still was like, well, I just recommend. I still think that. Didn't listen to him. And I, I do recommend that you do listen to your doctor, but if that's how you're living, yeah. you shouldn't be ashamed. You yeah. shouldn't be hesitant to mm-hmm. ignore that advice exactly. and let them know like, no, this is important to me. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing that's worked on any level. If I get prescribed something, it needs to be, it needs to coexist. Like right. it needs to be okay. Right. And yeah. And if you're not open, you won't get it. Exactly. If you don't tell them that your medication doesn't really make you feel better after a, a month and a half, mm-hmm. you need to say something. Cause mm-hmm. I, they started me on 25, mm-hmm. 50 milligram pills, yeah. 25 milligrams to start just to make sure I don't have a bad reaction. Right. Right. Cause th- the first day will always tell you yeah, if exactly. you start having crazy thoughts. My mom um, took one that sent her off like, she started having, yeah, she started like Dang. having like visions of like axe murdering and stuff. Oh my God. So that's the thing that you need <laughs> Shit. to, right. Oh God. And, and so, but, but her doctor at that time yeah. prescribed her a full dose of antidepressants. Yeah. You got to start slow. And it's a, it was a new one. Yeah. And so now the, the standard is like, okay, the baby steps and exactly. that's how it should have fucking been. Yeah, I know. But anyway, so he started me off on 25. Mm-hmm. I felt fine well i didn't feel fine but i felt nothing so that was good yeah and so after the first week i started taking 50 and after the second week he's like do you feel any difference in your anxiety i was like no like should i i thought you said it took four weeks and he's like oh you should feel some like some curve on your anxiety i was like no Mm -hmm. he's like all right it took me on 100 milligrams Mm -hmm. i was like okay I was like, that seems kind of high, but I know one of my friends takes 150 and that's what she needs. Yeah. Everybody's body processes shit differently. Exactly. Um, And this is fine. Like, I feel like I'm posting things from 2016, like on my memories on Facebook. And I'm like, oh my God, I was so wise. Yeah. I I, I have I'm, all of this like depth I'm and coming, wisdom to me. I'm coming back. Like I'm, yeah. I really do feel like I'm returning to like my former self, which is right. who I built up exactly. before the depression fucked me over again. Exactly. And um, I I do owe it to mm-hmm. uh, antidepressants. Like mm-hmm. to be completely honest, mm-hmm. and if if you're on the fence about it, uh, if you have if you live alone. 
that first day, go to your friend's house, oh, stay yeah, the night, go to your, your mom. Yeah. Well, I stayed at my mom's house for the first week yeah. that I was taking medication yeah. just in case, dude. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I like, I don't know, yeah. just in case, yeah. you know. The first week that I was on my medication, like it fucked with me heavy yeah. and it was only a five milligram, but she had warned me like I may feel low. Mm-hmm. But then it's going to kick me back up, which it did. Okay. But that first week, I'm just happy I, my parents were there because that's when I had just like a complete breakdown. Imagine being alone doing that. Exactly. Right. And my dad yeah. was my poor dad. I like put him through so much. He's mm-hmm. like, you can't stay alone. Like you have to stay with us. I was like, no, 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 I'm fine. Right. I promise I just needed to get this off my chest. Right. You know, and, uh, but yeah, it's just like find yeah. a support system, you know? Yeah. And if you don't have one. Like, I, look, at, I can't be available all the time, but just, like, mm-hmm. message me mm-hmm. or something. I can't, like, I, I can't come sit with you, mm-hmm. but I give you advice or push you if you need to. Mm-hmm. I, I do that a lot on my own. Like, my friends know that they can inbox me if, yeah. if they need a little extra push or something, but I wasn't that person for a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, coming back to that person, but some people just don't have people out here. Yeah. Period. They don't exactly. have any family. They're alone. Yeah, they got friends, but some like not friends good enough to like hang out for a few days. Or to even feel comfortable talking to. And right. sometimes that's like a condition that we create within ourselves. Yeah. Like for example, me, I have a few close friends that mm-hmm. I consider super close, but I still won't talk to them about hey, guess what? I thought about killing myself today. Right. You know, because I don't want them to worry about yeah. me. And that's my fault though. And there's you know people what I that, mean? And there's people that have never experienced it. Yeah. It's so crazy. Oh, and then they can't relate. They're like, oh, well, you have everything going for you. Like, just get go, over it. Oh, sure. Great. I'm cured. Thank you. It's, go on <laughs> a drive. It's a nice day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go drive. Or, it's not going to take it away, dude. Oh, Come go on. drive so I can listen to music that makes me more sad exactly. and think about shit and then like veer <laughs> off the road and fucking crash, dude. Every time <laughs> I'm like super depressed, I have to listen to super depressing music. I don't know why. Yeah, it makes like, it better. I just have, it does. It does. It does. Like if I can get a good cry out, I'm good to go. It does. But going, going back to the story, Spooky Black was too too sad. I have to listen to Spooky Black now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's I got to give this guy a chance. It is the sad boy jams. Yes. Ultra <laughs> 2000. Like, oh, my God. Like <sighs> if I wasn't feeling depressed, I'm going to feel depressed. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It makes you think. Yeah. The things he says... It's just like, it was just weird because he does a lot of music with this other guy named Bobby Raps and they're mm-hmm. just two white guys from Minnesota and they mm-hmm. make such good music. <laughs> it's so good. You're getting emotional just it's thinking so about good, it right now. It's so good, but it's just so weird when you hear something like a podcast, yeah. like a song, yeah. like a conversation on the fucking light rail mm. that you're like, oh my God, yeah. I have legitimately thought that exact exactly. same thing. What they're singing about or rapping about mm-hmm. has literally almost like verbatim has entered and exited my mind. I'm like, mm-hmm. whoa. Mm-hmm. And that like kind of exciting, yeah. relating to something, exactly. it feels good. Yeah, yeah. So even when you're depressed, relating to the depression makes you feel like, oh yeah, I can relate. It, it, it takes away from the, it, most. I mean, I can't speak for everybody, for, but for most of the part, um, oh, God damn, for the most part, it's not like, they're singing about sad shit and you're like, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, yeah. but most of the time it's like, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, damn, dude, it gives you chills. You might right. cry a little bit. Right. Right. Well, you may cry a lot. And I, 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 I appreciate people who put their feelings on their sleeve yes. because I can't do that. And for just hearing it and just hearing someone just say it Mm -hmm. and you can relate to it. Like there is someone out there who feels the exact same way I do and can actually 
put into words my feelings. Right. And I want to listen to that. And yeah. I want to get close to that because there's somebody out there who's felt the same way I felt. Yep. And sometimes we just isolate ourselves from everybody else. Yeah. And we don't realize that other people that we know are going through the same shit. And what's crazy to me, and I'm just speaking for myself, is, and I wish it wasn't this way, but someone can say something on a podcast and this has happened. Mm -hmm. Someone can say something on the podcast. It means so much to me Mm -hmm. that I'm like, Oh my God, I have to do this. That's why I started a podcast in the first place. That's why I started stand up or started doing stand up. Right. Cause someone on a podcast was pretty much talking shit about people being scared to start doing stand up. Right. And that's how I get motivated by being like, Oh dude, you, you have the ability, but you're not, Oh, you're a little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, again, I'm not alpha. But everyone has a little ego. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a bitch. Yeah. Like, why, <laughs> what are you talking about? Why aren't you doing it? Yeah. Well, I, I'm just kind of, oh, I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. I am a bitch. Mm-hmm. And that's, so I started doing it, right? But that was from a podcast, okay? Yeah. My mom, my dad, my sister, my friends, they've all given me the same advice I heard on that podcast. Mm-hmm. All of them. But it just goes in through one ear, out the other. It does. It, yeah. it, 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 it falls short. It means something still, and mm-hmm. I appreciate every conversation I've ever mm-hmm. had that has delayed that thought, mm-hmm. but no conversation I've had with my friends has changed my life. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so sad to say that. It's helped it my life yeah. immensely, mm-hmm. but the pivotal moments in my life that I have made the decision to change has only come from being so goddamn far down that it's kind of the only option now. Yeah. Or someone, you know, intervening, like my mom or whatever, mm-hmm. or just hearing it from someone else that you don't know, a therapist. Yeah. I don't know why therapy works so goddamn well. It's talking to a stranger that exactly. does not know anything about you. And then here you are just being completely open when you can't even be open to your closest friends, first of all. And, and you know what? She reads my energy very well and she laughs at the really dark shit I say yeah. and I laugh at. Like yeah. I let her know like it's okay to laugh with me. Like, exactly. I've thought some dark shit and Same. I've done some very unhonorable things. <laughs> And nothing that's like, you know, if I incriminating, I haven't mm-hmm. like sexually harassed anyone or like fucking You're not a killed Cosby. anybody. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, but it, we've gotten to a point where, you know, I'll talk about some crazy shit and yeah. she's like, how old were you? And yeah. I was like 17. She's yeah. like, damn. Now yeah. she's, now she's not like, oh my God. Okay. Keep, keep going. Keep because if she was like that to me, that's not what I would like. And that's why I don't want an older woman. That's why I don't want an older man. That's why I don't want a man in general. I need someone who can like feel comfortable with laughing at this shit with me because it's important that tragedy over time equals comedy. It does. It, the best comedians out there have seen some very dark shit and that's where their funniest material comes from because we can relate to it. Yeah. And that's why so many people, that's why comedy is making such a huge, um, return right now because our generation and 10 plus, 10 plus years, 15 plus years can relate mm-hmm. to everything mm-hmm. now because like we're all open about yeah. depression and anxiety and there's people out there that want to try and like determine who has it worse or exactly. who's, you know, people who outwardly post their depression on Facebook and stuff, right. people like attack them. Like, why are you fucking sharing all this? Like, you just want the attention. It's like, no, maybe that's it's the way that, that they, way. exactly. Maybe they don't have anyone to fucking talk to, exactly. dude. Like uh, writing in a journal might help just as much. But if one person writes on their status, like, love you, like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, 
why the fuck do you have a problem with that? Exactly. Like people who are against people who are just open with their depression, who mm-hmm. think that they do it for attention. attention. And you know what? Maybe they are doing it for attention. So yeah. fucking what, yeah. dude? Yeah. Maybe someone will read that status that doesn't know who they actually are. And, and they're like, to it and whoa, they're so open with that. Exactly. But then this other guy who's known her for fucking 10 years that known that she's like a fucking try hard and maybe like he tried to fuck her and she said no. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking she just wants attention. Like, mm-hmm. oh, dude. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And those are the people who post like I'm just so sick of people, uh, uh, you know, fucking mainstreaming depression and like making people who have real depression uh, taken less seriously. It's like, fuck you, dude. Everyone copes with their depression. If you've got real depression, you're not, you are fucking trying to help or you are almost dead. Exactly. That's the dude. You can have, again, depression is a spectrum. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it starts at a hundred. Sometimes it starts at zero. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's at 20 and 20 feels like a hundred, dude. It just depends on the day that you're having. And not only that, like people deal with their depression differently and depression manifests itself differently for each and every person. Yes. the day, the bad days I have and what they look like to me can be completely different Mm -hmm. to you, but that does not negate the fact that you do or do not have depression. You know, yeah, and it's like people saying, "Oh, this is what depression looks like," and it, it's like no. it's spreading awareness, like exactly. it, it's showing happy people, exactly. But then it, again, it's just like you're being exclusive, mm-hmm. like you're you're being divisive in, exactly. in the depression. Like if you don't, again, I'm gonna go back to what I said. If you can't do the things that you enjoy, or if you're doing the things that you usually enjoy and you're not enjoying them, mm-hmm. and you and you've addressed your feelings. Mm-hmm. And you're being real with yourself and mm-hmm. you don't know where it's coming from or mm-hmm. it's, it is provoked and you can't control it. Mm-hmm. That's depression. Exactly. How heavy it feels or this, where it lies on the spectrum doesn't fucking matter to yeah. you, to the other person on exactly. Facebook or the other mm-hmm. person in the room, unless you care, mm-hmm. unless you're like, Oh man, I've, I've been there too. I've been slightly depressed and I don't fucking like it. Yeah. I've been suicidal. And I don't like that either. It doesn't yeah. mean I don't like it more or less than the other. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I, I just don't understand people's resistance to uh, it being, being mainstream. Yeah. Some things are good. Yeah, it's actually, this is a very, and this is what I really like about today's times is because it is mainstream and Mm -hmm. because people are becoming more open because back when I was growing up, when we were growing up in high school, you didn't talk about that stuff. You didn't even know. Yeah, you didn't even know. Like it was such a taboo and for it to do a complete 180 and have people be so candid about it and have people talk about this past other day, I think it was like two weeks ago, like... World Mental Health Awareness Day okay. or whatever, and people were just sharing their stories. Yep, that just makes people feel more comfortable and yep. relatable. And it's like I'm not the only person going through this, and I really like that people are being more open. I wish I was. Yeah, hence why I'm here, talking so candidly about it. Yes. Um, but I just appreciate those people who have that bravery to talk so openly about it because it is important to talk about. Yeah, and all in a nutshell, honestly, this is like I, I, this phrase just kind of crossed my mind, like. The human experience need to be needs to be normalized. Yeah. No matter what it means. Yeah. People who have a problem with trans people mm-hmm. are fuck. They just. I don't fucking get it. I don't either. How in the fuck does it affect you? I know. Dude? How does it affect your daily living? And they're like, like, well, they're cramming it down our throat. It's because you were a because you're against it. Yes, exactly. Like, wh- you're are you trans? Live no. Then live, shut live. the fuck up exactly. about it. Exactly. If you're not gonna be an advocate. If mm-hmm. you are not being, if, if like you are seriously not being ne- negatively affected other than you thinking someone's pushing their agenda on you, that's only happening because 
people like you. Yeah. Like, that's just how it is, man. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck who's listening. Like, people like that are the problem. That's mm-hmm. why they're cramming it down your throat mm-hmm. because it's not normal. Exactly. If I feel like a woman, dude, yeah. and that's how I really felt, and someone was like, well, you can feel however the fuck you feel, but, you know. Get her away from me. I would do that. I'd feel the same way. Yeah. If someone came up to me, well, now, I mean, I guess it's not, I'm not as reactionary, but if someone came up to me and was like, I listen to your podcast, dude. Like, I can hear in your voice. Like, your depression is not real. I'd mm-hmm. be like, shut the fuck up. People manifest their depression in different ways. Would, it doesn't make it wrong. I would just, like, mush them, you know? Exactly. Like, just get the fuck out of my exactly, space, dog. Yeah. Like, go fucking do something, yeah. you know? Yeah. Go on your Reddit 4chan page and... Or the people are like, oh, but you have it all. You have a house, you have a car, you have a career, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. Like materialistic things do not equate not having or having depression. Like that's just not how it works, bro. And Rebecca just sub bragged right now, dude. (laughs) She's got money. She's got a degree. She's got a house. I got it. She's got a car, but you're still having to have help. Exactly. And, um, it's just that this goes to show, and I'm that's why I really, really was so happy. I, I could talk about this with a plethora of friends, exactly. And I'm not saying like you're f- the furthest ahead of my friends. I'm mm. just saying like, it, it, I mean, I, we're, we're not two opposite people in that way. I have a, like a decent job too, but just because I have a place to live and mm-hmm. my air conditioning is on mm-hmm. and I have a car and I, mm-hmm. yeah, right, yeah, does not mean that, that you can't I'm not be having depressed. a hard time, exactly. It's your living situation usually isn't the fucking source of depression. It could be a source of stress. It's not a a source of happiness either. Like if it doesn't fulfill you, it helps. Yeah, Yeah, no, of course. I mean, come on. Like who would want to be living on the street? Yeah. No job, no career, whatever. But it doesn't equate happiness. Like when I, I haven't told anybody this, but when I first got my house, Mm -hmm. like bought my house last year, right? Great. Everyone. Thank you. And it's supposed to be a happy time. Yeah. Right. Because I just upgraded, got, upgraded yeah. stepped on a level, you yeah. know, like, great. I'm adulting. You now know? you can't even listen to the basic Latina podcast, bro. <laughs> I'm not you basic anymore. Okay. Dude. I graduated to bigger and better things, <laughs> but I wasn't happy. Yeah. Like I was just like, eh, okay, that's cool. Oh, that, oh, you that know process what I mean? is over now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That process is over. And everybody was like, oh, that's great. You must be so happy. I'm like, yeah, but deep down that doesn't bring happiness. Yeah. Like, you and, know, and do you think, do you think it's because, oh, do you think it's because the feeling of 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 like a pinnacle is so good that after that feeling like so you signing your papers, yeah. you moving all your stuff and like decorating your house, like yeah. I'm sure that it had to at least been a time that you were like, Woo, like yeah, exactly. oh, this is so cool. Yeah, just like anybody. Probably had a couple you know? friends over. Yeah, yeah. Check out my space, the new yeah. the sensi and shit, yeah. right? <laughs> and then you're just like, Okay, cool. And then after a couple of weeks, you're like, All right. Yeah. Like, I have a house. Yeah, cool. Yay. Uh, Get out the banners, I guess. Yeah, it's just like now I'm just living not at my parents. Yeah, that's and, all it means. And like, it's really not... I'm going to be completely honest. Mm-hmm. The only reason I moved out of my parents' house mm-hmm. is traffic and I couldn't smoke weed in the house. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding, dude. <laughs> well, those are valid reasons. If my parents lived next, like close to my work or r- anywhere close to my work, I'd yeah. move back in yeah. in a fucking heartbeat. Right, right. And that's another thing that I had to realize um, the first time I addressed depression is all these societal expectations are not mine. Mm-hmm. That's just the majority. Mm-hmm. You don't have to f- be a majority. Mm-hmm. And 
I lived with my parents off and on mm-hmm. up until a couple of years ago, like a lot, even up yeah. until last year. Yeah. There's no, there's no S- wrong in that. Like if but, you can live at your parents and live rent free to get yourself yeah. ahead, dude, do it. But I was feeling shitty. I was feeling yeah. like a loser. Yeah. You're like, Oh shit. I'm still at my parents. Like I, I didn't move out of my parents house until I was like 24. Dude, I was like, I'm 25 years old yeah. smoking weed in my parents garage. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> but then I was like, I'm not, well not then that's yeah. all that was on my mind. Yeah. But now, or even towards the end of me living with them, I was like, but I've got a job that pays well mm-hmm. and insurance. I'm traveling. I'm doing cool things. Mm-hmm. I have a car. I make mm-hmm. all my payments on time. My dog's healthy. I'm mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Time to move out. What is wrong with that? Yeah. Not even time to move out. Mm-hmm. Time to stop feeling bad for just fucking living at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. Like I can be on my own if I want, and I am now, mm-hmm. and I'm happy. Mm-hmm. This is the best move I've made for myself is like as far as a move goes, but just like you, it took some time. Mm-hmm. I had a roommate almost immediately when I moved in, mm-hmm. but it took time to adjust. Like mm-hmm. when my dog isn't here and I come home and I'm a couple nights on my own, yeah. it doesn't feel lonely anymore. Mm-hmm. I've learned to be happy by myself. Yeah. I go to the drive-in movies by myself. Oh, I do that all the time. Dude, it's the yeah. best experience. It I, is. I, I I bring some some uh, you know, stuff, some goods, uh, bring some <laughs> organic cigarettes, um, organic cigarettes. I go to uh, circle K. I yeah. get my favorite chips. Yeah. I get a fucking 44 ounce fucking Coke, mm-hmm. all my little favorite snacks. Sometimes I'll buy a munchie box from Jack yeah. in the box, dude. Yeah. And just park. You're going all out, man. Yeah. I, Cause, yeah. because I like, I like that. Like yeah. if I'm going to, Go do something, like might as well make it an experience. Like exactly. I'm, I'm totally fine with going to see a movie with just popcorn and a soda mm-hmm. too, but mm-hmm. you don't gotta be next to anybody. Oh, you can smoke, yeah. you can do whatever, you can burp loud, mm-hmm. what the fuck ever you mm-hmm. want. And it's just like I had to learn to be that way though. Exactly. It took me being uncomfortable going to the movie by myself, like, all right, like this is weird. Yeah. But the moment I did it and I didn't feel weird about it, it's I was liberating. like, ooh, this mm-hmm. is cool. This is just yeah. as fun, if not so- more fun, depending exactly. on what your mood's like. Exactly. Sometimes exactly. like when I worked on the night shift, sometimes I'll like go see a movie at the drive-ins at 1230 midnight mm-hmm. because they showed shows that late. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Like three cars in the parking lot. No one gives a fuck. Yeah. After the movie, I drive home and yeah. just like hang out. But at first, it was just like, what do I, what do I do with my what time? What do I do with myself? I like, can't, this like, is weird. I can't ball out because yeah. I need, now I have to really be mindful of how I spend my money. Yeah. And so I started taking more walks. Mm-hmm. I started doing free shit all the time. Started bartering with people. Like mm-hmm. I now I can go to a couple places and not have to spend money and still have mm-hmm. a good time mm-hmm. and do things for people. Mm-hmm. I like had to literally learn how to be alone and not yeah. lonely. Yeah. And that's scary as fuck. Like mm-hmm. that transition is tough, mm-hmm. but you have to just commit yourself. Cause again, the cliche, like you can't love someone truly exactly. or the way you should, or mm-hmm. the way that you need to, Until unless you, you love yourself. yourself and you can't love yourself. If you are having someone there being a buffer every, all the time. That is very important because I think a lot of people still struggle to understand mm-hmm. that. Like I love going places by myself. That's yeah. always been me. Like Same. I'm an introvert yeah. at heart, you know, like I will take myself to the theaters. Like after this, I'm going to go to my favorite restaurant. I brought my book. Yeah. Like I'm going to make it a whole complete date. Yeah. You're out and it's here. Great. Yeah. I'm yeah. already out here. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, I'm going to go to my favorite restaurant, whatever. Yeah. But learning to not depend on somebody else 
is very, very important to learning how to love yes. yourself because you need to spend that time with yourself to see who you truly are. So yes. that way you can present it to the table for a significant other. Yes. And then you, you need know? to stop lying about what you exactly. enjoy doing. Exactly. You need to stop doing things for, and I'm not saying everyone does this, but you need to start stop doing things for Instagram. You need to stop. Oh my goodness. You need to say it louder for the people in the back. You like, need to stop doing things for social media. Yes. You need to. And sometimes the things you do are awesome. That's why yeah. I take Kendama videos and post right, them because right. I think that's fucking cool. It's cool. It is cool. Like I've, I can't do that. I've indulged. I barely knew how to do a yo-yo when I was like seven. <laughs> yeah. I've indulged because you know why? Because I've indulged myself with the things that I enjoy. Yeah. And that is what's cool to me. Yeah. And if someone else thinks it's cool, cool. If someone else thinks it's nerdy. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to make you sound like an asshole now. Yeah. Because I am confident enough and articulate enough. Yeah. To make you, know you feel yourself. stupid yeah. for being against someone or having a negative opinion about someone doing something again that has nothing to fucking exactly. do with you. You cannot be into it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about golf. Mm-hmm. But dude, some people are into uh, it. Hella That's props. Cool. Yeah. Are you golfing so hard? Yeah. Oh my god. Holy like, shit. I can barely make it out top golf. Like I can barely hit the ball. <laughs> dude, I, I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm like Billy Ma- or yeah, Billy Madison, dude. I've broken a couple clubs. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I was straight edge. My defense. Yeah, straight okay? edge. Okay. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is before my... <laughs> the organic cigarettes. This is yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but um, but anyways, yeah, you, you I mean you hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Like you just have to do the things that you like to do, and like honestly, if in the realm of reality, if I was like, oh, what restaurant are you going to, and you're like, yeah. oh, I'm going, to, oh, I fucking love that place. Right? Can I come too? Yes. If you say yes, you know that it's gonna be a decent yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But what you but what people need to stop ignoring is how much better for you would it truly be if you did that by yourself. Exactly. And you need to stop allowing people to just come do that shit because you're like, well, it's not, it won't be that bad. Yeah. It's not what I want, but okay. That is very important that you touched on. It's so important, Sometimes you need to put yourself first and this is what I keep coming back to. Yes. You need to put your, if you want to spend the day alone and if someone wants to hang out with you, just say no. Just say, you know what? I need this time yep. to be by myself. Yep. And if they don't understand that, fuck them. Oh my God. I Dude, just had this conversation. I, seriously. Like you, if you yes. do not put yourself first, sometimes I want to be alone. Sometimes I don't even want to sit with the people I work with. I love all the people I work with. Don't get me wrong. Same, dude. But come lunchtime, I want to be outside. Yep. I want to be on my phone. That's your I don't time. Wanna, it, it's my time to yeah. kind of like decompress because work can be kind of stressful. And don't if you want to involve someone... Because yeah. you want to do that, yeah. then you can reach out. And exactly. if someone asks and you're exactly. like, well, that didn't really cross my mind, but exactly. that, yeah, that would be fun. Exactly. Then let yeah. it happen. Yeah. But sometimes I just want to be left alone and that yes. there's nothing wrong with it. And yeah. people take it the wrong way. They're like, oh, well, she doesn't want to sit with me or she doesn't want to hang out with me. <laughs> it's not that I don't want to. I think you're a cool person yeah. and you're a great friend, but leave me alone. At the moment, exactly. I just want to be... And I've lost a lot of friends. Oh, not friends. Okay. Friends is a very... Loose term. If if you're willing to help someone, mm-hmm. despite who they are, who they've been to you, mm-hmm. whatever, then that's a friend. Mm-hmm. So that's a very broad term. Yeah. And like friend doesn't mean someone that you do anything for. Mm-hmm. People need to make sure they understand that too. Yeah. But I've lost a lot of friends because they couldn't just understand that I know how it used to be. 
where you mm-hmm. can just come over, knock mm-hmm. on my door, and I just let you in, mm-hmm. and like I'd be struggling, and I don't want to have to try and act happy for you because oh god, sometimes that's just so mentally exhausting. But, but I would, you yeah. know, because I wasn't in a place where I was like, and it's not selfish, yeah, and it's self-centered, and self-centered again is a negative word now somehow. Yeah. I don't get that, but you should be Mm self-centered if you're having trouble, right? Mm -hmm. So when I started telling people like, hey, man, I'm going to come over. Like, oh, no, man, not today. They're like, what? Yeah, they'd get offended yeah, and, and because I, they don't understand. Like, I need time by myself, yeah, guys. I, like, come but on. Then, but then I just get frustrated and I stopped explaining myself. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I just I just want to be alone, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Like, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. dude, everything's fine. It's just... Mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I, all right, I guess. And then they treat me different when they see yeah. me. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Like yeah. when you level up, I'm, I'll be here. Yeah. I'm still your friend. Yeah. But I'm not going to allow that around yeah. me. I'm not going to allow some kind of like fucking sneedy little fuck attitude. Yeah. Like, oh, Bubba's finally here to hang out now. Exactly. It's like, no, I'm finally ready, dude. I'm exactly. finally like in a place and a time where I don't have anything going on and I, I'm mentally right. open to the idea. Right. And yeah. I didn't really have many of those um, oppor- opportunities, but I'm the, the exact feeling. same way. Like yeah. I love my friends to death. Shout out to my squad. Like, shout out, shout squad. out, shout to out you guys. right now, dude. <laughs> shout shout out. out. Yeah. But like sometimes it's just like, yeah, let's go hang out. I don't want to. I want to yeah. stay home. I want to stay with my dogs. Yep. I want to watch some Netflix. I want to oh, cuddle. God. Yeah. It's the best. Exactly. And it's just Even like, when you're I not depressed. love you guys, but <laughs> I need this time to decompress. Yeah. And you know what? Like my brother is the same way. Shout okay. out to my brother. What, what, <laughs> what's his Instagram, dude? <laughs> he doesn't have one. <laughs> yeah. He has like, he's like no social media. But it's so funny because no, like my sister- He's probably lo- happy though. He's probably a happy yes, guy. Yes, yes, he is. Like he's No so social ha- media has yeah. got to be. But you know what? It's funny because he'll like, my sister-in-law has yeah. social media and stuff. He'll just creep on her social media. Oh, and it's so yeah. funny because <laughs> he's like it. there, but he's not there. Uh-huh. And like we have like a, a group chat and like she is like- different in a way to him and mm-hmm. he'll say some like ratchet shit and we're like dang liz you're lit <laughs> and he's like no it's me guys <laughs> hey, what up? It's me, yeah, exactly <laughs> so um sometimes he won't hang out with us and yeah. that's completely okay like yep. you know you need that time i'm i get it because i'm your sister and i feel the same way right. but a lot of people don't understand that yeah. and it's just like just guys but just how amazing are the friends that you have exactly like that are yeah. really involved in your life yeah. how how excited do you get when they're yeah. around yeah exactly and before it was just a people pleaser Mm -hmm. i was just like sure man you're Mm -hmm. not gonna make anything terrible so you can be here yeah like my sister was like last night for perfect example this guy that we know he's a mutual friend Mm -hmm. i have no problem with him Mm -hmm. and in a setting out like out somewhere or whatever Mm -hmm. but my sister was like hey can you come back to smoke i was like no and she's like all right yeah because me and my sister now have gone through that conversation enough times to know it's like don't even fucking yeah she understands. That's yeah. all I expect from people. Yeah. If I need to explain myself, I will. Mm-hmm. But if you are, not are okay offended or oh. you want to take it personally, yeah. please let me know that's how you're taking it. So again, I can reiterate, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what how I want my night to end. Exactly. I don't want my night to end with this person at my house who like is kind of low key, like into my sister hanging out at the couch uh, all high. Yeah. yeah and exactly. he gets very weird when he's high and he's, uh, you gosh. know, yeah. Fucking great dude. And yeah. some, and in another setting on another night, maybe, mm-hmm. but no, but not sitting. I want to go this home. This is how I'm feeling today. I want to, yeah. I want to hang out with my sister. Mm-hmm. I want to watch fail videos with her and mm-hmm. laugh and not be distracted. I don't want the mood to be, uh, Swayed it in any direction. Right. 
and that's just what I want. And yeah. if I had to have that conversation with with her or with a, whoever she wanted to bring, and they were like, "Well, fuck you," then I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, then fuck you." Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So don't ever ask again. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we cleared this up now. Yeah. I don't have a problem with you, mm-hmm. but you have a problem with who I am. Yeah. Don't and give a fuck. And if you don't understand. I don't care. Yeah. I don't have a problem with people who have a problem with me. Yeah. I don't care about those people. Yeah. If they ever want to patch up whatever fucking weird feelings they have with me, I'm open to talking. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. And I still won't care. And I don't feel bad anymore at you all. Shouldn't. I feel nothing. You and that's very important to reiterate. Like, if you do not understand my stance. Shout out to therapy. Shout out to therapy. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't understand my stance on things on why I want to be alone. And if you take it so, like, you know, to yourself. Sorry. Sorry is not sorry. Like, sorry, all right, sorry. bye. I don't have time. Yeah. I'm too old for this shit. Like, I'm too old to be worrying about what you think. We're too young. Yeah. To be worrying about either or. Dude, the mm-hmm. only time you need to worry is when you're doing shit that you should be worried about. Exactly. If you're legitimately doing something questionable, okay, yeah. If you're you need to worry about that. If you're deprecating, then address it. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, just got, shut up. Yeah. You know, yeah. I can't wait for someone to come up to me after a stand-up set and be like, "I really didn't like that joke." I'd be like, Oh, well. I'm not going to be disrespectful. And I don't think I'm going to tell a joke ever that will trigger that. Maybe. People are sensitive. I don't fucking know. But I don't understand people who are so sensitive, though. Like, who get so offended. And they're at a comedy show. Exactly. Like, if you get offended so fucking easily, (laughs) do not go to a comedy show. Like, come on. Come on. Come on now. Exactly. Yeah. But I can't wait. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Um, How do you want me to react to that? Mm-hmm. I'll ask them, how do you you want me to be to please you? Yeah. Because I'll do that. But I'm not going to stop. Yeah. And, the, and I know the reaction is either going to be something I'm going to enjoy or something I'm going to film. Mm-hmm. And I am open. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at talking shit. I'm really good at defending myself. Mm-hmm. V- so good that I'm single. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm single, guys. Come on. <laughs> guys, I'm terrible. <laughs> no, but um, this has been <laughs> my favorite podcast episode for Yay. sure. This is, I, I love how serious and heartfelt it was and how it, it's still light kind of got off on a little bit of fuck trump stuff that's fine but you know the fuck deal trump. you hey, know the fucking hey, deal dog you know what you listen know, get out of here with that red wave mess that's what I, <laughs> hey that's what i'm saying dude make america sorry, afraid sorry. again yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> no but seriously this was so awesome um mm. thank you so much for coming over and talking My about pleasure. this um you know if you're okay go ahead and plug your instagram yeah for sure um and to shout out the drug uh that you're on again and like you know <laughs> Quick shout out, dude. Do whatever you need to do. All right. Quick shout out to Abilify. Yeah. You, I need a stronger uh, dosage, but that will be talked about yeah. very soon. I'm uh, actually probably going to give him a call after this. We'll have a follow up yes, episode. We'll, yes, we'll talk about what, what, what we were going to talk about. We said we'd do a whole episode on. What? I forgot. Something. I'll, I'll, why listen Pauses? to every episode? No. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I already forgot. I'll, Whatever. Well, I listen to the episodes when Whatevs. I finish them, so we'll figure it out. <laughs> You'll edit it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so shout out to Abilify. And <laughs> if you need to see a therapist, I implore you to go talk to somebody yes. because there is no shame. And for the longest time, I personally felt ashamed. Yeah. You should not feel ashamed. Now, are, are you okay with people reaching out if yeah, they want to? Yeah, of course. Okay. So my Instagram tag is Sith underscore queen because oh, yeah. I am the Sith queen. Skirt. Hi, skirt, skirt. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Star Wars for yeah. making me feel whole. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Disney for not ruining everything. Up. I know. I, I mean, know. it's not, I mean, let's, let's be real. It's not the perfect direction, but it's yeah. not a bad one okay, in any I, sense of the imagination. I hated episode nine. I'm sure everybody did, but I'm still with it. It's just, it was just so new. <laughs> yeah. And I, I saw it on a very heavy dose of psychedelics. Dang, I was that. 
dude. <laughs> um, it, I didn't see the first half of the movie. Dang, you're like in your own little world, though. Every time someone laughs, la- every time the person who I was with yeah. laughed, I was like, shut the fuck up, dude. shut the fuck up. You're like, you're gonna get me drunk right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dude, you're gonna get us kicked out, bro. And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, dude, you're fucking laughing. You're getting me very like, paranoid and he right was now. Like, uh, you know, and he on was, one too. Yeah. And he was like, dude, do you need to go outside real quick? I was like, yeah. let's go outside. Yeah. And I go outside, like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he was like, it, 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 it's a funny movie. I'm like, I'm like, it's funny. It's not funny. It's I was serious. Like, I was like, it's a funny movie. And he was like, yeah, man. This is where we find out who Ray is. And I was okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, are you okay? And he goes, are you okay? I was I'm like, gravy, man. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. Are you having a good time, man? And he yeah. goes, yes, dude. And I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to sit there. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not even going to breathe. Until the lights come on. <laughs> That's exactly what I said to him. Yeah. I was like, if you need something, grab my arm, dude, because yeah. I don't know what the fuck is going on yeah. right now. <laughs> Seriously. So we go back in the theater and we sit down, right? And yeah. oh my God, Rebecca, he starts yeah. laughing again. I'm like, I'm like this. You're right? going to get me kicked out right now. And then so this one part happened in mm-hmm. episode nine yeah. uh, uh, with uh, uh, Finn mm-hmm. and it was undoubtedly funny. Yeah. I laughed. Yeah. Dude, when I laughed, I went, I stood up. <laughs> I stood up in the theater to look at everyone. You're only making yourself more obvious. I was like, let's see who else is laughing. Like, is it okay to laugh kind of deal? And I saw everybody laughing and yeah. I was like, oh. Thank God. I sat down and I was like, Guyver. Oh. Whoops. Allegedly. 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 <laughs> oh, okay. Dang, no, shout out a, to Guyver. No, dude, we, we, it's all open books, bro. You know what this is just fictional made up. Yeah. This is allegedly, no, okay? No. no, this is real. Um, I was like, ever. I was like, this is a funny movie, huh? And he's like, yeah, man. I was like, this is a funny movie, right? I was like, I'm laughing, you're laughing. And yeah. he's like, dude, yes, it's a funny movie. I was like, okay, cool. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed the rest of the movie. It was the best time ever. But for Shout the first half, friends, for the first half, though, my you're god, like paranoid. I literally did not know what was going on. Guys, I like, didn't even remember that we were watching Star Wars. <laughs> what franchise cause, is this? Because <laughs> all of the characters are different. Yeah. And then when I saw yeah. Stormtrooper, I was yeah. like, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what we're here for. And I was like, I don't recognize any of these people. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? And I was like, did I miss the first half of the mm-hmm. movie? Nah. I don't think you missed much, though, because I was so disappointed. Like, it was a good introductory to the new. Mm, I mean, let's be real. Yeah. I mean, some very pivotal shit went down that movie. That's true. And I was kind of hoping, like, the, just the fight oh. scene with, like, Kylo Ren and, like, yeah. Ray was like, oh, it could have been better. I don't know. They just, they understand that they have to tailor to children as mm. well now. Just as, that's true. just as much. Yeah. Because when Star Wars was originally released, the concepts behind it and everything were very adult. Yeah. It was kid friendly because yeah. R2-D2 and, yeah, you know, CP3O, the little, mm. it's funny. It yeah. has like humor in it. Yeah. Um, but the concepts and everything are very adult and yeah. it's very deep. Mm-hmm. So when they had to revamp and actually had to change the entire story of Star Wars, which is a big task in itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't ruin it. They didn't mm-hmm. ruin it. So big ups to uh, to Disney. But mm-hmm. um, I felt like episode nine was a good start to like phasing out the old and introducing yeah. the new. Yeah. Um, you know, it was very, very kid friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, but the concept behind Kylo and Han Solo and like 
the dialogue that was had was mm. so adult. Yeah. Like this, it's a, they're doing a pretty good job of making it a good split. Right. But as before, even episodes one through three, like, right. um, were, they weren't really worried about the, ch- the children, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Disney has to. Mm-hmm. And I, so I get, is that kind of, is that kind of how you sense. feel? Yeah, that like, makes sense. It was a little too jolly maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it you was. Know? It didn't really feel like, oh, this is Star Wars. Like, yeah. But then you know. the first time you heard Kylo's voice though was scary, huh? <sighs> oh, it was scary for me. You know, like I just, <laughs> I really liked episode eight. Like I watched it like four times okay. in the movie theater because okay. I, I loved it so much. But every single time it just got me because, you know, here you are, you have a villain behind a mask. And then when he takes off his mask, he's like, oh, it's a Disney princess. It looks like it, you know, like yeah. with his long flowy hair and right. everything. I was kind of hoping for someone more menacing, I guess. Uh, a That's couple more me. scars. Yeah. Make his yeah. face gray or something. Exactly. Like yeah. make him a little bit more menacing. I don't yeah. know. That's just me. No, I, no, I respect it too. <laughs> yeah. I respect it. Um, yeah. But I'm going to be completely honest. I thought we were talking about episode seven this entire time. And I'm so sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Still the same okay. exact story. Did I say episode nine? I meant episode yeah. eight. I'm sorry. Yeah, you said episode yeah. nine. And I don't think that's out yet. That's not. Okay. It's not. So I apologize both, to all Star Wars but, fans. But everybody knows what's, what the fuck we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you right? guys know what's up. But the first episode, episode seven, yes. when Kylo's voice... Mm-hmm. For the first time I ever heard it mm-hmm. in that state of mind yeah. in a theater that was like a Dolby Atmos theater. Yeah. That, that was, was good. That it was, was good. intense. They did a good job with yeah. episode seven, but episode eight, not nine, episode eight. Right. Yeah. It, it was, went a little bit better. Yeah. The, Car- the Carrie Fisher. Um, yeah. That, yeah. Homage, that was weird. That, oh, I, was, I was a mess. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I this is a, a good way to send her off because yeah. she did die in real life and that's really sad. But then her fingers started twitching and I'm like, come on, mean? really? Yeah. What is yeah. this? A fucking episode exactly. of Dexter? Exactly. <laughs> Like she's dead, she's in space, but right. no, she has force too. And I guess I, I, I don't know how they're gonna kill her off. Well, I don't know either. But I, what's are they? I'm interested in how the fuck are they gonna introduce that? Yeah. Like yeah, fingers still moving, and she's got the force. Like exactly. Oh, what does that mean? Exactly. And so, but that's a good thing though. That, that's a good thing that they're doing that. They're yeah. creating a lore that Star Wars kind of hasn't had in a long time. Yeah. There's so many unanswered questions. Exactly. Because it's so different. Because yeah. they're literally having to change the entire right. fucking uh, universe, essentially. Yeah. I mean, some there's going to be some constants that are allowed to be there, but mm-hmm. um, they're, they're creating another sense of like, dude, what the fuck is going to go down in episode nine, dude? Dude, there's so many variables now, too. It's Anything like so many happen. theories. Yeah, exactly. Anything can happen. Yeah. And they have so many people they can kill off still. I know. So it's I'm excited. Just, I'm excited too, yeah. and I hope they continue to start doing a, a, or keep doing um, a non-disappointing job. Mm-hmm. I've never been disappointed in the Star Wars movies. I've yeah. been underwhelmed. Yeah. Um, last one for sure. Yeah. Underwhelmed yeah. is a pretty accurate word for me, but uh, I enjoyed it. You know, um, I like how light it is. Um, but they, but I think in the first one they had a perfect split of oh, light, yeah. light and dark. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was that every. Was great. I yeah. laughed. Yeah. And I was like, you were Whoa. allowed to laugh. <laughs> After I figured that um, yeah. that I was allowed yeah. to laugh. And I also thought that we were in a theater with like 30 people. Oh, my God. And I stood up to check if everyone laughed. And it it's was completely the packed. fucking biggest movie yes. theater in Las Vegas. Oh, you so went to go see it in Las Vegas. It's a tradition. Awesome. Yeah. We go to Vegas to see the Star I'm Wars jealous. releases. I'm jealous. It's a very good time. Yes. Very good time. <laughs> um, open enrollment starts in uh, mid-November. Yeah. We're taking applications for... Um, 
for members to come along. There you go. Uh, it's a $150 deposit. Dang. Um, I'm just kidding. That's, that's not a real thing. <laughs> I was about to it's say, a, you guys better be like high rolling in a good hotel and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. we, we, we do. All right. <laughs> we, we plan and we plan accordingly. But anyways, that was a perfect yeah. I, I, a tangent for the yeah. end of the podcast. That yeah. was very, so anyways, Sith, underscore underscore queen queen yeah so again guys if you're listening this far thank you so much for Mm -hmm. listening um find her on instagram at Mm -hmm. sith underscore queen yes Um, i don't bite yeah don't be weird man i mean i I count on everybody that's listening i'd be weird i will i will fucking get so pissed (laughs) off i will call you out so publicly if you get weird dude i'm gonna send like screenshots to bubs no seriously (laughs) if you're listening to this and you're like oh i'm gonna go follow you can Mm -hmm. admire her from afar (laughs) It's totally fine. She's got a very aesthetic Instagram. It's something to be appreciated, but there's a Don't line. Don't get creepy, guys. Come on. She will She will tell me, and I will fucking blast you on my podcast. I'll tag you in posts on Instagram, on Facebook. I will call you out. One less person listening to this that wants to act a fool means nothing to mm. me. This I is don't for the buy, pe- guys. This is for the people who are respectful and that are fucking want to enjoy Hmm. the things that we have to offer. So and if you guys want to talk about, you know, everything that we talked about today, I'm yeah. an open vessel. Yeah. Reach out. So yeah, again, mm-hmm. you know, be open, but th- there's a line that you cross <laughs> that will be addressed um, <laughs> aggressively. So yeah. yeah, hit her up on Instagram. Yes. Um, again, another shout out to Kova Coffee for Kova sponsoring Coffee. the podcast. Yeah. These mugs. And our last episode, I believe I described these mugs as thick with two C's. Dude, these are thick. These are thicker than Instagram models Yo. nowadays. Like these I, are the kind of so mugs that you want to get with. That's what I... <laughs> Hey, hey. I have, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Super thick. I mean, like, come on. I think thick. I think these mugs, man. Dude, this is so, like, this is for sure the thickest mug ever. Like, this will not break. This is a legit mug. Like. I, I say that's a stepdad mug. We're like, he can throw it and it won't break. So it's like yeah. stepdad proof. There you, know? you go. Yeah. But um, shout out to Kova Coffee again. Yeah. Shout out to um, my man over here, Juan Saborio Mesen out of Costa Rica for making this Las mm-hmm. Nacientes coffee. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. So um, good. I'm going to pour the rest of whatever's left up right now and heat that up yeah. in a microwave. Ugh. Don't hate me, but I will not waste it. You know, I'm not <laughs> letting waste it waste. Coffee, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. That's yeah, blasphemy. Yeah. No, I can't do that. So mm. shout out to Koba. Um, 15% off your first order with the code Hella Tired at checkout. Um, they have, I'm telling you guys, it. they are not paying me to say this, they are just giving me coffee to drink during there the podcast. Go. Yeah. They hooked it up with a couple mugs. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to keep supporting me. They, I have no money. <laughs> There's no script they sent me. There's nothing. I asked them. He's I was like, reading nothing, guys. No, guys. I, I asked them. I was like, do you guys have a promotional script or an advertising script that you'd like, you know, me to? He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, we would never do that to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, I fucking I like love it, you, man. Because it's all like from the heart, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like, he's like, we would never do that. Yeah. I was like, all right, man. So anything you've heard about Kova Coffee is off the top and from the heart. Mm-hmm. That's all I do. That's all I know how to do it. So shout out to Kova Coffee. Um, Undoubtedly the best coffee I've had in the world. So good. And that's just not because they give it to me, dude. I'm, I, I asked them. They didn't approach me. I have like 200 followers on Instagram <laughs> and I get like 80 plays per episode. Like yeah. they're, they're not winning yeah. by sponsoring me. They, they, yeah. they respect the artistry. Like I respect them and it's mm-hmm. a mutual beneficial thing. So shout out to Kova, man. I can't, th- can't thank you enough. Mm-hmm. And we do have one new subscriber on the anchor.fm. Uh, shout the fuck out to my man, Elliot Manning. You can catch him on episode number... 
eight. Yes. Episode number eight. Cause nine was Durs. Yes. Oh, this is, <laughs> there you go. Oh yeah. Okay. This, yeah. Is, this is episode 11. I said 10 at the beginning, I think. Well, it is because you had what, uh, the mushroom collective. Yeah. So that's dropping like to right now after yes. you leave, I'm uploading. Yes. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> listen to that episode. But, I am. uh, but yeah, so shout out to uh, Elliot for for the uh, 199. You are now an official. Um, oh man, I had the hold on, <laughs> hold on. I had there's like tears. I decided that I'm gonna make tears. Oh, um, fuck, I lost them. I think I think the one ni- the 99 cents a month is the mm-hmm. Sleepy Squadron, mm-hmm. which everybody can kind of be a part of. Yeah, and then the 4.99 a month is the Nap Captains. Nice. Yeah, and then I think um, the the 10.99 you're a Dream Lord. Dang. So you, Dream Lord. Yeah, you have hierarchy in this yeah, podcast. You do. Um, if you, you know, donate the 99 cents a month, of course, I'll give you a shout out mm-hmm. uh, when you donate. But if you're a, f- a 499 man like my dude, Ethan Panetta, Damn. you get a shout out every fucking episode. Shout out. Because that is $5 a month. That does not need to be going to me. Mm. But when 10 people give me a dollar a month, it adds up. It's awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. And I made a promise to myself, and I promise you guys, I will not start doing a video podcast version of this until I get enough money through support to buy this cable I need. Yeah. It's called a cam link, and it mm-hmm. allows you to turn your camera, whatever camera you have. I have a GoPro and a DSLR, mm-hmm. but I can't use it for this because mm-hmm. I can't continuously record. Film. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so that, that cord costs $100. Okay. So if 10 people are giving me a dollar a month, there you go. By the end of by this time next year, for sure I'll have mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just awesome, man. People are just so kind, yeah. and uh, I thank you for everybody that's 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 donating and everyone that listens and shares the posts. Mm-hmm. Um, Rebecca included, you've been yeah. such a good guest, dude. Great. This is for sure as long as podcast we've ever done. Coming up on <gasps> two hours that? and fifteen minutes. <gasps> oh my god, does it feel like it? <laughs> Shit, that's a lot of editing for you to do. No. No? No. This is, is going to be a straight two hour? I have never edited a podcast in my life. Are you serious? Is there anything that we talked about that you are not cool with? No, absolutely I'm not. I'm totally good. Damn. I've never split anything. People are going to get tired of my voice. They're like, shut up already. No, 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 no. You do not have an annoying voice. I, would t- I wouldn't even have you on here. I don't care what your ideals are like. <laughs> if you're like, yeah, I just like, yes, I bitch. fucking went to the doctor and he was like, take some fucking uh, medicine. Yes, queen, slay with your therapist. This shit would be 40 minutes long. And I'm like, yeah, you know, usually we're about 40 minutes long. So I guess uh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> we're done here. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to everybody showing support. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rebecca for being so open and awesome. Thanks and, and for inviting awesome. me. Um, it, it, she, she is someone to to look up to, um, in the sense of addressing her problems uh, later on in adulthood, mm-hmm. you know, we're about the same age. You're 27 ish. 27. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, you know, it took you a lot, a long time, Very to, long time to take, years. to take affirmative action on mm-hmm. yourself. And, um, anyone that's listening that feels like you can't get help or nothing will help. You know, I don't know if that's true or not, but I don't know. I also don't know if you've tried everything for yourself. Um, it's very scary. I'll admit that I was the first person to be against um, antidepressants. And even when I did make the decision to go on them, I was scared. Like I was scared it wasn't going to work. I was scared I was going to have a bad reaction. Um, and, you know, being scared and having, you know, uh, an ego kind of prevents yourself from doing a lot of things. So if you're in that place right now, just do yourself a favor and at least do some research. Talk to your friends that have been on it. Mm-hmm. See what their stories are. Don't take me and Rebecca's stories for the only ones that are out there. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you have my fucking inbox. Um, hit me up on Facebook, Bubba McComb. Hit me up on uh, Instagram through the podcast page, the personal page, whatever. Um, anytime I'll be there for you guys when I can. I'm a little late on responding sometimes. Yeah. but yeah. So if you it's need help good. immediately, yeah. 
Call, call a hotline or something. Yes. Of course. Suicide prevention hotline is I'm, there, guys. I'm Use not it, a therapist. Please. Yes. Yeah. I'm not a therapist. Yeah. I just, I know what you guys are going through, man. So mm-hmm. um, we empathize with y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and I've, I've had no depression and I've had depression. Yeah. You've had no depression exactly. and you've had depression. Yeah. So it, we're, we're good people to talk to, but mm-hmm. we're nobody to We uh, are not licensed therapists. Yeah, yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this has been another episode of the Hello Tired Podcast, episode 11. I've been your host, Bubba McComb, a.k.a. the Microphone Mommy, a.k.a. the Diligent Dill Pickle Baby Boy, a.k.a. Garbage Can Grand. <laughs>